Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, and the boilers are rolling. Uh, yeah. Last night. Last big hurdle. Late, last big late hurdle. tip off last night against Wisconsin, number 25 oh, yeah. ranked Wisconsin. Purdue jumping into the top 25 this week, as we mentioned in Monday's podcast, going over the, the whole poll. But Purdue at 23, we thought they should have been maybe a little bit higher on the list. Maybe like high teens, I think, would have been fair. Yes. Um, but Purdue recently has looked good. Uh, they've won, I think, now 11 of 14, if I'm not mistaken. Um, regardless, they've been hot. They've won a couple games in a row now. You know, they, they needed that win last night against Wisconsin if they wanted to stay in the top four. Uh, yeah. In the Big Ten, another standings. ranked team too. So right, it's always to good to beat another ranked team. You know, whether or not Wisconsin deserves that ranking is another debate, but. A ranked team is a ranked team. Um, another quad quad one win for Purdue, um, which is which is always good to boost your resume before the before the tournament. Big Ten and March Madness. Yeah. Um, if we can and, somehow sneak into a three seed in the tournament, that would be amazing. I mean, right now Purdue sits at a four seed, and they only That's have saying, yeah. they have the one game against Indiana remaining. You know, all signs point to Purdue being favored that. in that game. Um, so they have a a wide open opportunity. Um, that would be another quad two win, right? Because I think they're in the next like twenty six to fifty. They're in the next. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it probably isn't as valuable since Indiana lost to Michigan State just yesterday. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Let's talk about the Wisconsin Purdue game. And first off, I want to say this game was. Uh, I mean, there's a there there are a few nitpicky things that we can go into, but I, I thought overall pretty solid game from Purdue. Yeah, I mean, considering the pressure. Right, yes. the, the, not it. just the, the pressure that the Wisconsin team put on us, but also it was expected that there would be sloppy moments. I mean, you put a yes. team that's not used to being in, you know, these very, very important games of late course. in the season ranked, and yeah, okay, the beginning was rough. I kind of expected yeah. the beginning they, to be rough. I mean, they Wisconsin's the a, oldest team in the Big Ten. We're the youngest. So. They got out to an early lead. They hit like four or five shots with a couple threes early, Purdue... Yeah, Davison was hot early. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it had a rough start, and I, I will admit, even I was like, oh, this is going to be an ugly game. But, as you mentioned, Purdue kind of just clawed back into the game, played great defense from start to finish, and, and they and they shot pretty well uh, from all areas of the floor. And I will say, as you mentioned, there was a lot of pressure in this game, not just because Wisconsin's a great defensive team, which they are, and they're upperclassmen, but yeah, this is a game that, you know, they needed to win, and you weren't quite sure because of the makeup of the team. A lot of younger guys uh, playing significant minutes in a, in an important game at the end of the season to stay ranked against a ranked team. Well, uh, it was a three-man hyper carry at the end of the game. And basically. the thing is, the 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 amazing thing is, the two three random, the <laughs> two, two of the three are random. The the two big contributors in this game were freshmen. So I mean, if you're Purdue, yeah. you have to you have to love that. Well, and the other was Aaron Wheeler, right? Yes, who we've we've said wanna, has not been really having wanna, you know those kind of games this year. I want but. to have a moment later 
to talk about Aaron Wheeler because because he was <laughs> crucial in in last night's game. Oh yeah, last, I said it was it was a three man hyper carry. And, and the say the last three games for Aaron Wheeler have been completely completely turning a corner basically. Oh, yes, 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 having a completely different season the last three yeah. games. So 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 let's talk about some some macro stuff and then we'll we'll get into the individual performers of which there were you know three positives and then a couple of negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, first half was way worse. Like there's no not even a debate. Um, turnover wise, it was terrible. We were fouling all over them. I mean, everybody was fouling all over 40, the map. Forty fouls called in. This forty game. fouls between the two which, teams, which, which is wild. Bad. Yeah, you know you can, um, you can blame some of that on the refereeing, but there it was. It was a lot of yeah, physical but across power. both teams, right? It was just and since both teams were were hitting their free throws, I mean they they were getting punished for it too, right? I mean obviously we missed the two late that made the game a little bit closer than it had to be and increased my pulse a few more <laughs> ten degrees than it had to. You and me both. Uh, and it was weird because it came from you know Eric Hunter, who's a really really good free throw shooter, but yeah. hey, whatever. Um, I liked. Okay, obviously I liked Ivy attacking the rim. I mean he, he had, had some very very nice finishes. Attempts. 10. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the blueprint, right? If he drives, exactly. he's going to get fouled. And he made exactly. 9 out of 10, which is fantastic. Exactly. And even like, from, okay, yes, he shot one for four from three. He shot one for four from three, right? But the fact that he's pulling, like, yes, he's not a good three-point shooter. If he gets to the point that he's even low 30s, where people have to step out and at least respect, respect it, his yeah. three, it's just going to... It's not... It's never going to be his main weapon, right? His jump shot is a little bit technically flawed. And, okay, he's never going to be like Curry, you know, just like pulling up on people or Carson even. Um, the mechanics at the moment just aren't there. But if he can get to the point that he's hitting with some degree of consistency, I mean, you see, even though people right now aren't respecting his three ball and they're jamming the paint against him, he still was from two-point range. Three he five. was three for five, right? And the standard basically for slashers is 50% at the rim. And he's been pretty close to, if not exceeding that most weeks. And the thing is, you know, the fact also now that he's drawing fouls, that means that he's yeah. attacking the rim even more, right? Well, and he's so yeah. That's what that's just so encouraging to see because that's and, the blueprint for him. And the other thing is, he had like two really nice reverse layup finishes. That, yeah. That that just some of them were so, tough finishes. Yeah. They they just look so good, and it's like oh now he's adding just like now he's able to because because we saw a lot this season, you know he he kind of goes through people he tries to go through people right yeah. and and it makes it so that he gets fouled but he doesn't necessarily make the basket uh and now i mean now he's making the baskets in addition to going well it's it's also awesome. he's used to going through people because again in high school you might be playing a team where your center is like six five right mm-hmm. and then in in college not only are the sizes different but the level of athletes are, are completely different right i mean yeah. you see even you know even guys who are just renowned for just verticality, like obviously like highlight real players, like, you know, you know, even like Zion and like McClung and like dudes who are just renowned for just bouncing over people mm-hmm. in high school. They had to add some kind of touch because as you get higher in level, like people get more athletic and people yeah. get bigger. Right. I mean, you see that, you know, guys like Micah Potter are challenging him at the rim and he has to do those kind of like crazy reverses because he can't just go through a guy like that, but it's good to see that he's adding it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Ivy, 18 points in 31 minutes, three boards, two assists. Great game from him. Only two turnovers. Uh, and Which last, for somebody who plays like that is, yeah, you know, but three is. Last three home games for Jaden Ivey, he's averaging 16 points, five boards, three assists, and a steal and a block per game. Yeah, so. I mean, he's he's slowly becoming the front man of this team. Like, he's the... Oh, yeah. He's the Freddie Mercury of, 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 of this team, you know what I'm he, saying? He is the Energizer Bunny that this team feeds off of. Well, and, it's, and I think it's also... it's. It's an element that we were sorely missing 
um, a since, change of pace. Since Carson it's a change left. of pace. Because yeah, because it just it it makes it makes it's there's an other it makes another life element. easier for other people. But there's another element to the offense, right? Where it's like, oh, it's yeah. not just going to be like you know, cuts around around screens, right? And yeah. getting guys open, like, oh, we can do that, but we can also have the guy, this guy just burn you or, you know, take you to the rim. So it adds a different dimension to the offense, for sure. Um, he demands attention also, right? So Yes, and he demands attention of a team's best defender because he's so fast, athletic, long, yeah. powerful, etc. Um, yeah, he is really long. You don't realize it until he until goes he up for swats stuff. swats a guy out of the gym, yeah. Well, he's... <laughs> He he might only be like six four, but his wingspan's got to be like six nine at least. Like he just he just looks very long when he goes up for stuff because it's like obviously he has good bounce rate, but it's not like he's like making out with the rim, you know what I mean? But his arm is still like a foot above the rim, and you're like, man, this dude's just got Spider Man arms. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, on defense, that's gonna help him immensely. Another guy too. with Spider Man arms, we have to talk about Zach Eady. I mean, oh my god, he's say, he's unstoppable. I cannot he's say unstoppable. I cannot say enough. Now he is he's a fi- he's he's finally re- realizing that he can get whatever he wants, and he again every week his footwork looks better and better. And last night for the, was the first time you really saw him like he he knew that he was just he could not be stopped. Dude, he was humiliating point, those guys. Points, seven boards in eighteen minutes, eight of eleven shooting, five from five of seven from the free throw line. Are you kidding? His free throw, his free throw shooting is the thing that excites me the most about him, honestly. Because you can't he's, foul him. Well, he's a seventy-three percent free throw shooter for the season as a freshman, right? Which is only going to get better. <clears throat> Um, you can't foul him, and that's the only way to stop him because he's so massive and yeah, he moves and as well. His con- as his conditioning gets better, I mean, he he is going to be like a stat monster in college. Oh yeah, and the thing is, in the tur- in the tournament, I mean, Big Ten teams already know about him, right? And they still don't know how to stop him, really. Um, well, because unless you have another real center, like okay, what centers match up well with him in the Big Ten? Coburn Dickinson. and Dickinson, and that's it. Coburn and Dickinson, and that's it. Yeah, and Garza, and those are and those are NBA and those are NBA centers. So, but you know. but I'm just saying, like the Big Ten knows about him, right? Obviously, because they play play yeah. against him, so they sort of have like at least a plan to be like, okay, well, theoretically, we should be able to do this to slow him down. And like, I'm not gonna say, oh, Zach Eady's putting up 21 points a night, but like, you no, know, no. we've talked about his stat line. He'll get like 10 points and like six boards in in 15 minutes or whatever. And like, yeah, which is still absurdly yeah, efficient. But that's really good. But let's say you know he has another game like this in the tournament, like. I'm sorry, but I don't think there are many teams that are like, oh, yeah, we got to watch out for Zach Eady, right? No. I think they're like, oh, wow, they have a 7-4 guy. But I don't think they're really worried about well, cause it. Well, because Williams has always been the guy at center, and, right? And I'm telling you, if Zach Eady plays with this level of confidence going forward, I'm so, so... Well, he might be, so he might be better than any center we've had for the last few years. Well, just because he, he's so he's, physically gifted. Because, guess what? He takes what, he takes what Haas did well, which was... You know, post moves and being he's able probably to, like, he probably moves better than Haas well, he's, already. He's 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 got the movement of Harms because he's more he's closer built to Harms than Haas, yeah. right? Because Haas was an absolute brick wall. But Edie has better shot blocking than both of them, and Harms was a very good shot blocker. Yeah, he right? rebounds better than both. He of them. rebounds way better than both of them. He's he's not afraid to go up with it, which Haas wasn't really afraid to do that. Also, but Edie just, I just think he's more of an athlete than, than and Haas too. I also too. just think he is um, he's more willing to just do dirty work than both of them. Like he's got, he goes to the floor all the time. Yeah. He goes for blocks. He gets boards. He goes for alley oops. Right, like. You know, no, and he wants to yam on people. Oh, like yeah, you can see yeah, it yeah. whenever he gets the ball, the he's is, looking for that two hander right on somebody's I can't face. Get over last night, he had so many moments where, like, he got the ball and immediately just like, just turn and move towards the basket, like 
footwork. Well, his shoulder so, bump is mean because he weighs yeah, 290. His shoulder's going right into your forehead. I mean, yeah. Because he weighs 290. He, he's, got, he's got, like, underrated power for a guy that's really skinny and really Well, tall. because is he really that skinny? Right? I mean, I mean you look I mean, at Harms. Harms was Harms, 230. He's, he's 290. I mean, like, Harms was that's, that's what he was listed as. But uh, the other thing is... But he's playing 14 minutes because he's a freshman, right? He plays 14 minutes a game on night. average, right? He still averages a block in 14 minutes, right? Think about that. If he plays normal center minutes, let's say like <laughs> he doubles that. He plays 28 minutes a game. So he's going to average like a double-double with two blocks, <laughs> right? On on 60% shooting and 73% from the line. Yeah. I'm sorry, Luca who? <laughs> you know, he... he... I don't know. I just he it excites me so much because the free throw shooting. I'm in love with his free throw shooting. Well, it's just like because hack a shack doesn't work like it does on Travion. Yeah, right. And, I mean, you can't just is, hack him because he'll hit the free throws. It's just the the amount he has improved in such a short period of time. Oh yeah, it's just like his learning curve is still music, so steep. It's music yeah. to my ears because you know usually it takes like two three years for a guy of his size to like put stuff yeah. together but he's putting a lot of it together in his freshman quite season. quickly and it's just last night was like the zach ed well and it's it's also in the in the in the summers right where you're not having to worry about okay who's the next opponent we have to game plan and you can just work on more like macro stuff like for example like i bet you painters telling ivy just shoot a thousand three pointers a day every day in the summer right because that's what you need to work on yeah for Edie, it's like literally just yeah, run wind sprints yeah literally just run wind sprints and do post moves all summer Get your conditioning up, and you're gonna crush people. Like he will crush people. He is a seven foot four human that cannot be understated. That was, and then, and then finally, we need to we need to give. Oh yeah, Aaron, Aaron Wheeler, Wheeler. shine because big props. Aaron Wheeler, just as everybody has has foreseen, Aaron Wheeler's college career has finally turned him into Grady Eifert, and I think everybody saw that coming. I'm being. Sarcastic. Yeah, I was about to say. I hope that was some serious sarcasm. Because Nobody saw Aaron Wheeler being the Grady Eifert role when he. No, started. we saw him being a lot right. better just because of his free athleticism. But here's what here's what has happened. Aaron Wheeler has now adopted the Grady Eifert role on his team. He is doing the hustle plays. He's getting boards. He's playing defense, and then he's making now all of a sudden he's making corner threes. Corner threes <laughs> when you need him to. He shot three or three from the field. All of them were three pointers. All of them in the corner. Two of two from the free throw line, six boards, two assists, a block. And listen, he used four fouls, but hey, that's why he's coming off the bench. Use him. Well, yeah, he's one of the guys who you don't care if they're giving up four but, fouls, right? But the thing is, like, he just made so many plays last night that were crucial to win, right? Whether it was a, a three-point shot going down or just, like, great defense. He's, the last three games, been he's, he has been a completely different animal. And it's honestly really nice to see. And it's also Ooh. nice to see that like Purdue fans are rallying around it. Cause I think Purdue fans like genuinely wanted him to be a great player. And when he wasn't, people were like, you know, I really feel bad for him because like, no, know. even we, we were banging on him a little bit because it just wasn't happening, but we got, we're going to give him credit when he deserves it. So, but, uh, it's, uh, I think also what I appreciate about him is when he fouls somebody, right. He fouls apart. Well, yeah, he's not giving them the and one, like that person is dead on the floor when he fouls them, oh, yeah. which is, Again, we always say this. If you are going, if you know that the ref is going to call a foul, mm-hmm. right? Okay, without making it a flagrant, because don't give up the extra two free throws. But let's like make sure that he doesn't make the basket too, right? Because yeah. at least give up. T- if you're going to foul somebody, like you know, get your money's worth out of it. Like yeah. 
don't make sure that he doesn't get the points. yeah exactly don't let him get the and one right and the thing is because wheeler is usually fouling people from above because he's coming down trying to block them yeah they don't get up for a while <laughs> which is appreciated because at least they're only getting the two free throws and they're getting the two free throws having to nurse like a shoulder or mm -hmm. their face or their chest or whatever as opposed to like kind of a soft foul and they get the free three points basically yeah i mean it, it's just like and he he's the only reason we didn't shoot terribly from three this game yes because because <laughs> everybody else shot off so that's, that's that's one thing I, I, you know if if we want to get into some some of the yeah, three that point still shooting work. the three-point shooting while it wasn't bad because we shot 36 percent, a lot of that came from wheel that was cosmetic yeah and and the other thing is we only shot the ball 14 times now i know that's probably because you don't want to get into a shootout with wisconsin who is you know they're a good three-point shooting team. They made more threes than us. They just took more, so their their percentage was lower. Yeah. You don't want to get into a shootout with Wisconsin. I get that. That's kind of the the idea. Also, like I mean, let's be honest. Wisconsin's bigs don't really pose a threat to uh, to Travion or no. E. And they're more stretch fours, anyways. Exactly. Like so forwards. like so I get that the play style was like go down low and just bullying them down there. So that's one thing. Like yeah, you want. I w I would like the team to shoot more threes. Um, you know, I'm not mad. When we're making more threes, Yeah, I'm obviously. not mad at the percentage. It's just like... I'm surprised Sasha only took one, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That was that was surprising. But then again... Because usually he's the guy who's he letting He was fly, facilitating. Right? I mean, he had eight assists yeah. in that game, so we didn't... Yeah, which it. is wild, by the way. <laughs> just a random eight assist game for Sasha. Yeah. But um, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the other guys kind of returned down to earth, but, you know... But Eric like, Hunter was not going to be shooting 60% for the rest of the season, but so here's the it, thing. it had like, to happen sometime. It was, the, it was a classic case of... The guys who did the scoring, we just turned to them the whole night, right? Yeah. Like, you go with the hot hand, and the other guys, for the most part, like, the next highest shoot shot total was five points, right? A couple guys had five shots, but other than Travion, Jaden, and Zach, everybody shot five or less shots, which I think is fair, right? Like, yeah, that, that makes it very democratic. Yeah. Well, and also, okay, ED aside, normally it is going to be probably... Unless Sasha's taken like 10 threes, which is, I mean, it's possible. He's done it before. But like, it's going to be Jaden and Travion taking the most shots, right? Yes. And I think that, you know, and then it's good the that rest we held... will be offense by committee. Yeah, exactly. Or whoever's having just like a bonkers night. Like, you know, Newman's had one bonkers night. Sasha, Obviously, Eric. Sasha's had a couple. Yeah, Eric's had a couple. Um, I think defensively, I mean, we locked down Dimitri Trice, which is their best which player. Is, and right? he's also which like is, the guy that's clutch, clutch, clutch. He always yeah. hit, like he had a, he had a clutch three last night. He didn't do anything, but he hit that clutch three last night to yeah. to make it a close game at um, the end. Davidson after the beginning, he I mean, he shot a decent percent from three. He saw, he, he, yeah, but he's had ten he, points he, in the first half. He slowed down afterwards. We know how I feel about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, you really are not a fan. <laughs> I don't think many people are fans of Brad Davidson, to be honest. Um, the anyway, elbow brace is moving a, is on. A unique uh, one thing I. We out rebounded them on the offensive glass, like eleven to ten. But I thought for their, you know, for their rebounding numbers, I just thought like we shouldn't have let them have ten offensive boards. That was a little bit of a concern. Yeah, for me. some of them was just it was like they were long offensive boards because they went yeah. through a guy's hands and then somebody just caught or, it. It was you know, just weird. It was just like a tip out of someone else's hands yeah. and they got it. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna look too. I'm deep liking into the tipping boards though. Like we are crashing but that offensive glass. The thing is hard. If you just go based on eye test, right, not based on statistics, like you could tell that we were definitely had a, the better rebounding team. And we did statistically overall, but I'm just saying from the offensive standpoint. Oh uh, yeah. We just we just looked very solid there. And obviously we talked about the fouls, not great. Turnovers, we had ten, but most of them in the first half. 
So yeah, honestly, I thought we would have way more because we were at five turnovers in like halfway through the first minutes. half. <laughs> yeah, halfway through the first half, we were at five turnovers, and I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, we're going to end with 17, 18 turnovers at this rate, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, there were some words that we can't say on air being said between us uh, as we watched the game, but you know, it kind of slowed down, and I think we we didn't have. I don't know how many we had in the. We had only ten. Five in. Well, we had five in the second half. After that um, five-minute disaster spell in the first half, we didn't have any for the rest of the half. So, like, we kind of kept. We took mm-hmm. care of the ball after that, which is nice. Yeah. I think a lot of that was Sasha was taking over a lot of the ball handling, and he's just he's very secure with the ball. Well, he was also just making one great passes. He was just throwing yeah. darts down in the paint too. He's an underrated ball handler, game. honestly. Like, he's never going to break somebody's ankle, well, he's, but he's, he's also not going to get stripped. I don't want to say he's conservative with the ball, but he, he you know, he. He just plays protect, uh, protect dribble, and then and then he'll just throw missiles into yeah. the paint. Yeah, because he's not trying to break somebody's ankles like no. Jaden is, right? No, no. Um, let's move on. We'll talk about the uh, the final. So Purdue moves to seventeen and eight, as we mentioned, stay in fourth place in the conference standings. One game remaining, and it of course is against the IU Hoosiers at home. Indiana has lost four straight. They just lost to Michigan State. They are. Most likely at this point out of the tournament. So no, yeah, they're out there. They they're obviously gone. well. The thing is, if in their mind, their only chance of winning is obviously is to just win Purdue. out to beat Purdue and then to like make a deep run into the tournament. Um, so they're gonna be extra motivated. Now, hey man, Trace I, Jackson Davis, national player of the year. Huh, psych. Yeah, said no one. I don't even think Indiana fans would say that right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, as delusional they are, as they are, I don't think even they would say that. Uh, I see yeah. him getting so much love hey, online. But, ex- but seriously, extend extend Archie Miller, please, please. You know, here's here's the thing I will say about about coaching because I was having a deep shower think about this the other day, and please, tell I us think that in things. college, <laughs> don't say it like that. Um, <laughs> I think in 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 the NBA it's a little bit different. In college, I think coaching matters because I would say in the NBA that it's less about having a good coach, it's more about not having a bad coach, right? Because mm-hmm. we've seen just, like, random guys win titles in the NBA, right? Because yes. I think that the players are also skilled. In college, I do think that it matters if you have an above-average coach because usually the skill gap between teams, even between, quote-unquote, like, really good... As we just saw Michigan get annihilated uh, last night... The skill gap between the really good teams and the pretty good teams, personnel-wise, is usually not that insane, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the Power Five. So it, I think it does come down to like making that critical substitution at the right time or like that key play off an inbound. Right. Now, I'm not saying that like that's going to change a 20-point L, but I do think that it's more important in college than in the NBA just because mm-hmm. the players are more spread out, so the teams are usually closer together in, in ability, at least in the – you know, of the better teams in the big conferences. And I do think that Indiana's coach is very, very bad. Yeah, I mean... I mean, they lose to teams that they have better personnel than. Yeah. Consistently. You'll hear no argument from me. So, I mean, look at where they are in the standings. They're below, like, Rutgers and Maryland. They have better personnel than both those teams. Uh, They have better personnel than Rutgers. I would say top to bottom, maybe. Nah, no, no, no. I think Rutgers is... I think Rutgers is is better than you think. Uh, So, IU's lost four straight. Purdue's won four straight. They average the same number of points per game. Uh, Indiana is obviously obviously is a worse defense. They average about seventy points uh, given up. Purdue sixty six. Uh, we shoot better from the field than they do. We average more boards. We average more assists. They're technically have more uh, average more blocks than us. They average more steals than us as well. But 
let's not get this confused. Purdue is the superior defensive team. Um, and just the superior team, period. Well, yes. We, saw we, we, the beat them, we beat them resoundingly. Yes, we shot unrealistically well. We beat them resoundingly the first time we played them. And I would say we're a better team than we were yes, back then. Yes, I would 100% agree with you. And the thing is, I, just, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like, I don't, okay, I don't they know have what... two guys who do stuff on their team. <laughs> TJD, who has no shot outside of eight feet. He's still yet to take a three in his college career. And... <laughs> Armand Franklin, right, who's the opposite. I mean, he's a pure shooter. He gets buckets. But aside of that, I mean, you're talking about, like, Durham and well, Finnessy and Jerome I just, Hunter. I just think the momentum at this stage in the season, last game of the year, right, IU, four losses. They just came off like, – um, they just lost a must-win game to Michigan State, right? That they've probably sees them out of the tournament. 800 straight to Purdue. I just – I'm sorry, but I don't see – this being anything other than business as usual i really don't and that's i know that sounds biased but the momentum is all in Purdue's favor here and i know that's oh well that's why it's a trap game yes of course it's always a trap game it's a rivalry game and it's also the big 10 they're always it's always a trap game especially this year but i just Purdue's playing way too well way too cohesively right now people are you know just and I think that the emergence of Edie is yeah. going to help against TJD because congrats, because they don't have can, another guy have, besides what's, Trace Jackson Davis that can even remotely play defense on a big man, and and that's a yeah. that's a size mismatch, right? Like TJD's what, also, 6'10", 6'11", max. Yeah, six ten, and think. he's an okay defender. Like he's a good shot blocker because he just plays a uh, weak side. He plays weak side blocks, but yeah. it's just again, I just don't see this. Uh, being well, also, other I think that even issue. even offensively. You know, obviously, like, Travion has some issues with Trace because he's a little bit faster and a little bit more athletic. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can be athletic, as athletic as you want. I mean, he's 7'4". Good luck. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean the, unless you unless you dunk over him, like, here's go the for thing. it. I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the first game that, that we played against them. I know they shot horribly from three. But also, they're and we not shot a good, amazing. But they're also yeah. not a great three-point shooting no. team either. They're even worse than Purdue, which is hard to do. And here's what happened. We also turned the ball over 14 times that game. Which is not going to We're not. Again. We don't. We haven't done that in a while. We also had twenty-four fouls in that game. Do I think that it'll still be? That fouls? might be a season high. Do I think that we'll still get fouls that might called be a on season us? High, honestly. Yes, because it's a rivalry game. It'll be physical. There will be fouls. But will we foul twenty-four times? Probably not. I mean, they got thirty chances at the line. We got thirty chances at the line. Well, it's also. I mean, and, and the thing is, TJD did have twenty-five points in that game. But you know what? So what if he? If TJD drops 30 and they lose by 15 points, I don't care, right? <laughs> I mean, go for it. Drop 30 and lose. My, my business isn't Edie how had... many points does TJD score. I don't care. Yeah, I and, care and, if Purdue and, wins the game. And ED also played nine minutes and scored zero points as well. So it's a completely different phase of the season for both teams. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do I think Purdue shoots as well as they did last time? No. But I also think they hold Indiana to less points overall, and I think you know, Purdue scores less points. But well, I also Ivy think took it's... four shots in that game, dude. That's and came just off the not bench. Happen. And yeah. came off the bench. <laughs> so I just, I, 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 I predict Purdue will win, as you know, as I am a Purdue fan, and that would be sacrilegious to think otherwise. But I also just, well, even though, even believe, realistically, I mean, even, Ken Pond I also is favored by seventy percent. I also just truly believe that Purdue will win because they are the better team. And it's just like we're rolling at this point in the season, right? We're rolling. Yeah. 
Indiana is crumbling. Yeah. And like with other teams, you may you may be concerned, like, oh well, maybe this is the exact moment where they like turn it around and they play the game of their lives. But nah, you know, because Purdue always is going to be looking at but Indiana, I'm, like, let's go get them. Yeah, exactly that. But also, I don't believe in Archie Miller to turn no. the troops around no, 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 and, and no, no, get them no, no, to no. like you know come out and no. play really hard. I just clearly we haven't seen it, and that. I don't think it's going to start now. I don't. No. He might be the worst coach in the Big Ten. Hot take. Um, honestly. Dude, even Nebraska has a good coach. I now. mean, Hoiberg, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, <laughs> he's, he's proven that he's – and he also was a great college coach before the NBA yeah. at Iowa State. You know, you look at – honestly, I'm looking around the league. Might maybe, right. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the Penn State interim coach, I, you know, I'll, I'll throw in there. Oh, I don't count that. That's an interim coach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't count interim coaches. He knows he's not going to have the job at the Jesus, end of the season. that's rude. That's just rude. Anyway. Am I wrong? Uh – so I think we both predict that that will be a. Hey, you want to hear something interesting that I saw on the internet about the Purdue team that yeah, I just figured it. we'd throw in here? Go for it. I saw an ACC fan, okay, which, all right, number one, stop. You're an ACC fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that because Purdue lost two games oh, to ACC that. teams mm. at the beginning of the season, that that shows that the Big Ten it's is overrated and that ACC teams – are underrepresented in the top 25. It's and like... They, and they also said... I also, I saw... I think I saw the same thing, if not something eerily similar. I saw it on a YouTube comment. Yep, that's why. Yep, that's exactly where I saw it, too. You see it on the Big Ten Network yep. highlights of the game? Yeah. That guy is a clown. Well, it's also just like... That was four, five months ago. Yeah. You can't even begin to compare this team to what the... If this team... The way the Purdue's playing now... If they played that Clemson and that Miami team now... They'd win by 20. Well, and it's not even that I think that Clemson like won't be ranked by the end of the season. Clemson will probably be. I mean, Miami. No, they're, they're but gonna, like, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they'll be ranked, but they will make the tournament. Miami oh no, and they'll be a top six. They'll be a top six seed in the tournament too. I mean, Clemson's one of the better teams in the ACC. But that fell off a little bit. Yeah, but it's also like Clemson. You got blown up by thirty in half your games. So it's like you got beat by Virginia Tech, which like, lost to a, a Big Ten team by thirty-five you can't points. Like value the 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 loss then the yeah. same way as as it is now. Yeah. I mean. You, no. That's why we have the eye test, right? That's why we have. That's why they. What's well, also that's why games. conference. That's why that's conference why games matter. Games. That's why they play thirty games because the course of the season is not. Yeah. You know, it's not linear. Hey, guess what? We'll see. You know what each conference's record in the tournament is. You know. Yes. And when uh, you're getting beat by twenty by San Diego State, you can give me a call. Hey, but man, they're only gonna get four teams in, so their no, percentage may be higher. No, they're, 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 they're gonna they're gonna get five, six teams in. Probably. Um. Yeah, I saw that as well, and I was just laughing because they were like, "Oh, Miami and Clemson should be ranked over Purdue." It's like that is not how this works. That's, it's yeah, it's like it's not. not the, how this it's works. like otherwise, Michigan State would be the best team in the country. Dude. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but anyway. well, no, because they beat uh, Michigan. I know, and Illinois. I know, I know. Anyway, which we have a lot to talk about in next week's college rankings because yesterday oh, yeah. was a absolute disaster for certain teams at the top top five. Oh man, poor Michigan. I won't name names, but I'm looking at you, Michigan. Anyway, yeah, no, we're looking squarely. At <laughs> anyway, uh, that game is the IU game is Friday, I believe. Is it going to be another tip that I have to stay up till six a.m. to watch? Is it? I don't believe so. No, it's a it's a two o'clock tip this Saturday. Excuse me. So nice. Oh, perfect. Early nice tip little, for you. Nice little evening game for me. Get the popcorn. Afternoon ready. for us. Evening for for exactly. Nick. Anyway, um, until that game. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. We'll have some NBA later this week. Um, Probably a lot of stuff to talk about in the NBA. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so until then, we'll see you.